please join me for the call to worship that's printed in your bulletin. Make a joyful noise to, the, to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Let us worship God. confident that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Please join me in the unison prayer of confession, and then we will take a few moments to silently confess the wrong we have done. Let us pray. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ intercedes for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
I declare to you that all you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. By the grace of God, you have been made new. Thanks be to God. Gracious eternal God, we thank you for all the blessings we enjoy today. May we always be mindful that you are the source of all good things that come to us. We thank you for our lives and the faith and all that sustains them, for birthdays, celebrations, all the good things, the good life you have given us. We especially thank you for your ever-present comfort of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for all the joys that we share this morning. Confident of your love and care, we lift up to you the needs of your people, all who are sick and hurt, all who are grieving the loss of family and friends, that you will send your healing power to restore to wholeness all who suffer, that they will be comforted and filled with your peace. May all who suffer be strengthened in their faith and their troubled spirits calmed. We pray for your protection for all our police and firefighters and all first responders and for our military. May they and their loved ones feel the comfort and love of your Holy Spirit and all who support and care for them and give thanks for all their bravery and their sacrifice. We pray for the church throughout the world that we may be faithful witnesses so that all may come to believe and have new life in Christ that you will instill hope in all who have fallen into fear and despair. We lift up all the victims of violence and their loved ones, for all those who have lost loved ones' homes, and we pray that you will give them strength and courage to endure and hope for the days ahead. May all who are able to provide resources and help, help them rebuild, and that they will respond with compassion and overflowing generosity. We bring to you all who were named this morning. We bring before you all our concerns and all that troubles us. We place them in your faithful hands, confident of your care and everlasting presence. We ask this all in the name of your precious Son, Jesus, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Living God, help us to hear your holy word with open hearts, so that we may truly understand, and understanding that we may believe, and believing that we may follow in all faithfulness and obedience, seeking your honor and glory in all that we do. Through Christ our Lord, amen. We have four very brief scripture readings this morning. Hear the word of God. From Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts. So I am helped and my heart exalts. And with my song I give thanks to him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. 
If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. In everything do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets. This is the word of God for the people of God. The title of the sermon is Joy. Now, I think in the scriptures that you heard, there was only one time that joy was mentioned. You know, a lot of times we get mixed, mixed up in our heads, or in our hearts even, to where we, we kind of interchange happiness for joy. And they're really not the same. You see, happiness is, I'm happy because Matt turned 21. Some of us may feel concerned because Matt turned 21. We have happiness in our hearts that Jojo just had a birthday last week. And you could see that when she was first born all the way up to the current day, the happiness that that has brought John and Anne Marie. There was happiness last Sunday after a long, long weekend and a long, long year of planning for Milford Alive 2017. But there was happiness because so many people came out to help clean up afterwards. We had people from the bagel shop helping before the store opened, then during their store hours. And then you had Charlie and Bob and, and all the other Milford Alive volunteers cleaning up this beautiful town to make it beautiful once again after five or 6,000 people went through it on that Saturday. But you keep hearing me say happiness, not joy, because you see, joy is an attitude. You can have joy in the darkest of times. You can have joy in the happiest of times. You see, joy to me is when God is the major part in your life and you know that God is there. Just like the psalmist said, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, so I am helped and my heart exhaust, exalts. The heart feels that joy that God is with that individual in the good times and the bad. There is no doubt in my mind, Warren has joy. He's going through a hard time right now, but I'm sure there is joy in his heart because he knows that God is walking right beside him during all of his trials and tribulations. My prayer is that the young boy that is missing knows that God is right there with him hopefully showing him the way home and being there for his parents as well and all of his friends. My hope is that the elderly couple up the street realized that God was with them and God provided those volunteer firefighters to get there quickly enough to where they are now safe. Their house may have some damage, but they are safe and out of harm's way, and they now see a community coming together to help them. Joy is not happiness. 
We can be happy because the cheerleading team just got invited down to nationals. Though they haven't been invited yet, but they will be. That's happiness, and those girls will feel that happiness, and they will jump, and they will cheer, and the pom-poms will go flying. But to me, joy is so much deeper. Joy is in the heart. God is in our hearts, and that's where the joy comes from. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Joy. Joy also is considered an acronym. When I was in seminary, I learned that joy meant Jesus, others, and then yourself. That we are supposed to put Jesus first. And then we're supposed to put others first and then ourselves. Now, I don't know if I agree with that 100%. Sometimes we need to put ourselves first. Sometimes. Well, second. I'm sorry, Jesus and God should always be first. But sometimes we need to put ourselves before others, but not, as a cons not on a consistent basis. You see, because when we put others first, then the likelihood is that they will then put others first. And we pay it forward time and time and time again. When we collect our two cents a meal, we are putting others first. We are putting others who may need to put food on their table for their kids and for themselves first before us. We know that we can afford three meals a day or at least two meals a day, or maybe even just one meal a day, but we know that we can still put food on our table so that we are sustained. And why? Because we trust in God will provide for us. But in that same trust, the people that go to our food pantries also have that trust because God's people are providing for those pantries so that they can go in and put food on their tables during their hard times. And again, my hope is that, and my prayer is, is that those individuals taking advantage of those food pantries realize that God is providing for them and God is walking with them and making sure that they are sustained as well. All those people with the hurricanes that have lost everything, which we know many have lost so much. Some have lost loved ones in some of the hurricanes. Some of them are still looking for loved ones and searching for loved ones. And again, my hope is that they realize God is right there wrapping his loving and strength of his arms right around them to pull them through whatever they need. Joy is an attitude, an attitude which is a good attitude. It's not one of those like, <laughs> I have joy. No, it's not an attitude like that. It's something where that attitude just just comes out of you, that in the bad times you still have that smile on your face. I never really understood how you can hear of a grumpy Christian. How can you be grumpy if, if you are a follower of Christ? How can you be grumpy knowing what we know? I had a conversation with Donna this morning about the one scripture, and it was the Corinthians one. And she says, I don't really get this um, I'm exaggerating in her question, but bear with me. She says, I don't really understand why this scripture is part of this. And it says, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all of the people most to be pitied. And I sat there and it's like, well, I stood there. And I said, well, because if we only think about the here and now, 
And yeah, we love Christ, and yes, we're going to walk with Christ. We're going to do everything that Christ wants us to do. We're going to try and be that perfect image of God. But if we only think about the here and now, then, then, then what do we have? Because what Christ has told us through his resurrection is that we have a life everlasting. So we don't need to just hope for the here and now. We have joy that we know where we're all going at one point in our lives. That it doesn't end here in this land, on this spot, on this earth. We have joy because we know that someday we will be sitting at that banquet table sharing a great banquet with, or a feast with God. We know this, and how do we know this? Because the scriptures tell us so. Scriptures tell us that we will sit at the right hand of God and enjoy the, the feast of rich foods and fine wines. We have that joy that passes all understanding. Now, a lot of times we say that we have that peace that passes all understanding. I'm calling it joy because we know we know what will be there, what is waiting for us. We have joy in our hearts because we know we have God in our hearts. We have joy in our hearts because we are a family, a faithful family, and we are a family to each other, and we share all that joy with each other. We also share our happiness, our joys, our concerns, our, our sadnesses, knowing that the joy in our hearts will bring us through. We know that the joy in our hearts is that it's God in our hearts. God in our hearts bringing us through those good times and bad. Now, I saw on Facebook during the week, Charlie was posting pictures of Bob. <laughs> now, now it's time for me to pick on you. He looked really tired last week. Really, really tired. Even during Milford Alive, he looked tired because he had been working so hard, as well as Charlie and everybody else, trying to make last week such a happy event. Very well succeeded. But even in his tiredness, there is no doubt in my mind he has joy in his heart. He has joy in his heart because he knows God is a major player in his heart, a major player in his life. I know that Bob and Charlie and each and every one of you put God first. I know that. I know that in my heart. It may not always come across that way. Sometimes, yes, sometimes we get a little selfish in our brains or a little selfish in our voices. But in the end, I believe that we all put God first, which again means you have joy in your heart. You have that attitude, that attitude to share with all those around us all those around us outside these walls. I hear Lisa's joy every time she plays. You can just tell that she is playing for God. Yes, you're playing for us, but you are playing for God because God has given you that gift of music, the gift to be able to read all those little black notes up on the, the page and has given her the gift of wanting to share that and not keeping it for herself. She has joy in her heart with every note that she plays or every note that she sings. I know that. I know that we have joy in our hearts. I know we have that attitude, that attitude of joy. 
And if there ever comes a time when you feel that attitude has left you, talk to a friend, talk to a church member, talk to me, and we will find that attitude because it's there. It just might get buried every once in a while, but we will find that joy and light that joy up once again. So as we continue this service and we sing our next song of sing a new song to the Lord, sing it with joy, sing it with that attitude that you know God is in your life and that God will never, ever leave you. Amen and amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
as you leave this place, share that attitude of joy that is in your hearts. Share that love of God that is there in your hearts with all of those around you. And you will be at peace, and you will be happy, and you will have joy. May the shalom of God, the love, the passion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.